Welcome. Another short weekend episode. Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Thanks, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins Scott Auctions, and Upper Deck, Panini, and Tops. We live in a disposable culture. We're having this COVID-19 stuff, looking around. There's uh, stuff that's not intended to be saved. But if you look back in the history of the hobby, cards were not necessarily intended to be saved. We think of it that way, but that's not always the way it was. In fact, some sports memorabilia items that are the most exp- that are very expensive now are expensive because most people threw them away. So there's uh, disposable items that occasionally are saved. And uh, there's savable items that are occasionally disposed of. But our culture has a predisposition toward now, I think, more toward disposable. And uh, having instead of having a, a CD or a DVD, there's streaming. So there's no physical product or a very cheap physical product. People ask me why sports programs and sports yearbooks have uh, lower value compared to cards. And that's, in some sense, I think that when people went to the went somewhere and got a program or a yearbook for their uh, favorite team or at the game, they brought it home and they saved it. If everybody saves it, it's not going to be as valuable. It's another reason why, when the counter instinctual thought back in the fifties, when I first started collecting in the sixties, that people kept the cards, threw away the gum or chewed the gum. But uh, if you had stale gum, or if you had the wrappers, or if you had the boxes, or the case box, or the store display, that actually, that disposable stuff is stuff that might have surprising value now. The got into this a little bit on another episode, that the retail inserts from the 90s and the early 2000s, some of whom have, have great value now, in fact, more value, more valuable than, than hobby inserts at the same insertion ratio. And I think the explanation of that is that most of the hobby customers were savers and most of the retail customers, well, not so much. The retail customers were more casual. They, they might just see cards as a consumable. And before you throw stones, just again, I'm of the age that in my neighborhood, when, when I was growing up, there were, I would say more than half of the kids that collected would give away their cards at the end of the year or when the new year's cards came out because there was not a perception that there was value in last year's cards. Again, sounds crazy now, but that was more common than not in those days. I thought about this in the context of, uh, I, you know, work out with uh, Joey every Monday afternoon. Uh, generally it's Monday afternoon once a week. Now I used to do more, but once a week, he's a terrific, uh, terrific trainer. Uh, but I got to wear gloves now and I just wear these disposable gloves and I, warm and, you know, so I don't get anything on my hands. And then I wash my hands before and after I do all the right stuff through those gloves in the trash after you were done with them. I thought, well, wait a minute, why, why should I throw them in the trash when a week later, I'm going to go back to Joey. If there is any COVID, which I don't think there is on those gloves, then it's, it's stale or it's expired another week. So I'm just questioning the whole concept of disposability. Masks, the same thing, although most masks can be, uh, many of them can wash, but even that has been commoditized. So, which, which means when something get, becomes a commodity and in, and in truth, baseball cards became a commodity in the junk wax era. That means people are driving down the cost and uh, that uh, leads into some other quality control and other, other kinds of considerations if it's a single use thing. The whole idea of collecting jerseys. I talked to, had, a, had an interview about that and 
you know, the new the jerseys that the players wear now are they're way in many in some sports they're they're changing every inning if it's an important game or they're or they're changing at halftime or or you know it used to be a couple of jerseys or uniforms per season so that just the the way that you calculate the value is is totally different there's junk wax well if you've been following closely in the industry, junk wax is no longer junk. If it's still in the wax, if it's, if they're junk commons, they are truly still junk. But junk wax where you could open up, you don't know what you're going to get. And you might get a, something that could get a superlative at 9.5 or, or 10 grade on a, on a, on a star card or a rookie. And so all of a sudden, what was junk wax is, is no longer junk if it's still in the wax. So the whole concept of what is considered disposable is, an important determinant of the eventual value of the collectible. The whole word collectible means you saved it. And, but so many of these things we saved and have value are things that were before deemed to be disposable. So who knows what the case will be if we fast forward five or 10 years, what items that are disposable now would, would the few people that saved them would make them more valuable. So thanks for another episode. Be back again on Monday and stay safe.